Let me upgrade you. I forgot the rest of the lyrics. God damn it. Anyway, I've been listening to Upgrade You by Beyonce, and I've officially rescinded my stance on Beyonce. My prior stance. What was your prior stance? My prior stance was, I don't fuck with Beyonce. What? Dude, now I'm an idiot. I see it so clearly now. Wait, so so after just one song? It's so clear to me, dude. She's a dime woman. She's a woman. In all aspects of the word, Yeah. I respect her. Did you not see our Coachella last year? Well, I did, um, and everyone was standing, and I was tired, so I sat down. Yeah. And then I realized we were the only dude sitting down, which is not a good look. <laughs> when Beyonce is performing, and everyone around you, it was like peak, like um, Me Too and all that stuff. So I was just like, we have to stand up, yeah, Ashcon. Yeah, yeah. And it's, we, yeah. it's like kneeling for the national anthem. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> I was a little frustrated because that I had to do that at, and then I realized, like, that's that was why I was pissed. I was like, there's like, I had to stand up because I was tired because I was afraid that people would think that I had a stance on this when I really didn't have a stance. Gotcha. And then I was like, that's why I don't like. It's Beyonce. not the Coachella, so it's kind of reasonable. That's the final act type of struggles. But now I fucking love Beyonce, right. bro. That's She's good. So sick. So after just one song, you... she's a woman, dude. Okay. That song upgrade you. I was like, fucking respect. I haven't actually heard it yet. It's fire. Is it new? No. Oh. Very old. Wait, can you, can you sing it again? Partner, let me upgrade you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear you do that. Uh, okay, I'll have to listen. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I've heard it. I've heard like, most Beyonce songs. My sister's in love with Beyonce. Yeah, that was also why. Because yeah. I was like, my sister likes Beyonce, so I'm not going to like her. Also, I, I also rescind the National Anthem comment. No, I'm not going to talk about that. They're I, not I, on I, the same level. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're completely <laughs> different issues. You can support whatever side you want. I, I don't have an opinion. Anyways, this is the Hype Geek Podcast. This is podcast number 33, and I'm Ooh. starting to see no end of sight for this season. Maybe we'll just have not, not have seasons. We'll just have episode after episode, and we'll hit like episode 300 sometime. Wow. Does that sound good to you? It sounds like an anime show. Yeah. Animes have 300 episodes in one season. Let's do that. The Hype Geek anime. Fuck yeah. Gamer Girl Bathwater. Wow. We're drinking it right now. Yes. <laughs> Someone yeah. animate that. <laughs> Anyways, yes, this is the Hype Geek Podcast, a podcast where we talk about esports, mainstream culture, and how that ties together with aim, ga- oh, I said aim, anime, <laughs> and gaming. Who's and- Amy, dude? <laughs> For real? It's my Minecraft girlfriend. What? Yeah. You've been cheating on me? Dude, I met her last night. Fire. What the hell? We, I like, play Minecraft with we you. We were going to like the Enderworld together, holding hands, oh. watching the sunset. Beautiful. What does your guys' house look like? Yeah, pretty simple but with a lot of bohemian I'm, artwork yeah I'm i feel cool. like you're a bohemian artwork mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. you have like a, a tan wave in yeah. your room as an art installation <laughs> it's literally a wave that they've changed the color from blue to brown yeah that's like the one that's based off that japanese painting no it's you know not at about? all it's not it's not at all i i saw it like in the recommended because the japanese one was like super I expensive and then this cheaper one that was more tan i was like i'm just gonna get that cheaper. anyways besides <laughs> the point yes Focus. i've been playing video games <laughs> And this is the Hype Geek Podcast. I forgot where I was going with this, but our topics today are about a new video game channel slash network. Yeah. How would you describe this? I don't know, but you basically described it because that's the, the acronym is what you just yeah. said. <laughs> that's where I got it. So from. original. <laughs> we'll also be talking about numbers from League of Legends as well as Overwatch. Pretty absurd. Mm-hmm. We'll talk On about both sides. This one good, one bad. Sorry. No, all good. We'll talk about this episode on netflix from hassan minaj's patriot act mm. that revolves around esports yes and esports esports mm-hmm. and we'll talk about hex going and leaving optic hector for rodriguez next yep all right let's start it with this weekend like we usually do right what happened i stayed in 
Friday, I streamed Borderlands 3 for five hours. Damn. Also, shout out to Brotivator. Who's that? Brotivator is a guy who just started following us on Instagram. Okay. He found our podcast because he was looking for gaming podcasts. Then listened to the pod, listened to a couple episodes, followed us on Instagram, and then I was live and he followed us on Twitch and commented on our Twitch chat saying, hey, I love your guys' podcast. I love what you do. Also, what do you do, right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yo, that, that warms my heart because that funnel is we, – we do the funnel like, okay, we're going to do this Twitch or do this podcast and link it to our Instagram. And from our Instagram, we'll put our Twitch on there. Like never in my in my like dreams would I imagine that funnel will actually capture someone and put them through that funnel and lead us to exactly where we want them to. This is what success looks yeah. like. So like it sounds very newbie, but I like to appreciate these first followers and yes, and because I'm very confident in what we're doing in the future, I just hope you guys understand that you're here from the very beginning of something that could be actually amazing for all of us. Yes. So yeah, really big shout out to you guys. Yeah, shout out to Brotivator. Mm-hmm. So I streamed for five hours on Friday playing Borderlands with Lee, who works at Ghost Gaming. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Like it, that made me fall in love with video games. Again. So what happens when you just play with two people? comparison to four because borderlands is usually four right borderlands is well you can play it single player it's just a more fun experience with more people Do they spawn more enemies though yeah they spawn more enemies and and then everyone plays like a different character usually so mm-hmm. you have like abilities and it makes the gameplay a lot of fun and unique and i in my opinion i think three people is the best four it's too chaotic mm-hmm. three is like it's just enough action and it's just enough teamwork um but i played with lee and I played with like a couple other people he's friends with in a Discord server. And so I felt like I fell in love with video games again. I didn't know I fell out of love with them until I played that on Friday. And there was just like, I had never streamed for longer than two hours before. Yeah. And it was because the, the game and the people I was playing with, it never really compelled me to play mm-hmm. for longer. Yeah. But playing Borderlands, I didn't want to get up. And I was playing with so many different people and I was using Discord and we were like watching like stuff in the Discord together on how to do things. And like we had shift codes and like Lee was telling me little secrets that he knew about the game because he knows the people at Borderlands 3 and works with them. So it just, it felt like, I felt like a real gamer. It was really awesome. Yeah, that's sick. That's really cool. I went on your stream. I saw an overlay that Borderlands put on everyone's stream. Yes. Right? And that's echo crazy. Cast. Yeah. Yeah. I could see your weapons, what's in your bag. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was crazy. I saw your character and the weapons that you're using. That's sick. Yeah. They installed on every streamer's who was playing Borderlands. Yeah, so it's cool. When you stream it, if there's people watching you and you have it set up, people they can spawn enemies like uh pinatas. Bro, that's mixer as fuck. Yeah. Dude. It's fucking cool. Yeah. So people were doing that on the stream. And then we had this guy, OG Panda. Shout out to him as well, fan of the pod. He made an emote, Instagram page. Dude. He made us emotes for where, our where Discord. Where did you get those pictures? I know everybody I got know. yours, but where's mine? I can't dude, remember where I had that I think, picture of me. I think that your your face, that's your face in the phase video, like the phase football party video, I think. Like a video, really? Like the gif of us. Oh, I don't know. No, 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 I don't think so. It's something else. Yeah, probably from my Instagram, though, because it's still image. But yeah. that was so cool. I need to put that on my stream. I need to get those emotes down. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. super, super, super cool. dope. Thank so, you for that again, Pan. Yeah. Pando, so right? then we set it up for our subscribers mm. so that if you're a subscriber to eColiseum TV on Twitch, you can use the emotes and you get little special perks. So I felt like a real streamer. Yeah. So Saturday, I streamed for five hours as well. Uh-huh. And I felt like an ultimate streamer because I was hungry. I couldn't get up. 
So I Uber Eats pizza on stream <laughs> and then watched YouTube videos with my viewers while I was eating pizza. Yo, we need we need ads on this shit. We need Uber Eats ad. We need a Borderlands ad. And we need, what else we talk about? A Beyonce ad. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce, you need more eyeballs? Come yeah, to us. Come we to got us. you. That gaming demographic hits different. Different. Yeah. Different. But, but that's, yeah, the spawning enemies thing, that's literally from what Mixer used to be. Or Mixer is Microsoft's streaming platform, mm -hmm. also known as Beam. And when I saw Beam at TechRush Disrupt in like 2013, their main functionality was a viewer interaction with the streamer. Yep. In Minecraft, you could spawn zombies. Mm -hmm. So now that Twitch is having this, which I didn't know they had, it is an interesting move. Twitch has always been able to do that. They just never felt the yeah, need to do yeah. it. Now they do. Mm -hmm. Competition yeah. breeds opportunity and innovation for everyone. It's good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I had a good weekend. Cool. My weekend was, is is I mean your weekend is was mostly like mine in the past, and this weekend I just was a tourist in LA a little bit. I went to the Getty because mm. my roommate is, is gonna leave pretty soon, so we're like, let's just fuck around in LA. Went to the Getty, and then I've been grinding a lot of Crunker, um, just to get my aim down. Yeah. And as I'm playing, I'm starting to realize. If only my dad got me that Razer PC instead of that MacBook when I was in high school, I would actually be a raw PC player. Because yeah. I feel like I do have some sort of abilities for aiming with the mouse and keyboard that I thought I was completely incapable of in the past. But after just playing Crunker for the past week or so, I, I actually seen a pretty big improvement in my aim. Yeah. Where it's just like, I feel like there's some sort of natural talent there. Yeah. So I just... Filled with regret because if it wasn't for that, or if my dad did get me that gaming PC, then I'd probably be on like mouse and keyboard for Fortnite and not controller because controller is just taxing me, man. I feel you. I feel the same way, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that we're both now on PC. Yeah. And I'm excited for our streaming yeah. careers. Yeah, I'm set. I'm setting up the stream. Um, I I'm gonna start streaming as soon as possible. I just want to make sure everything is set before I just like because I don't want something to go wrong and I'll be inconsistent for one day or whatever. I'm gonna right. go for like three months straight, like dead ass. You. Three months straight, at least two hours every day. Good. That can't be too big of an ask. No. Yeah. Uh. All right. Let's go to our topics. Yes. So the first one is about that video gaming network channel that we were talking about in the beginning. <laughs> I didn't know how to describe it, but it's literally called Video Game Entertainment News and Network, I think. Great idea. It's called Venn, by the way. V-E-N-N. -N. No offense to them. I hate the name. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much CNN, but video game yeah. entertainment in front of it. CNN. Yeah. VNN. V V V E N N. Oh, V V E N N. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're trying to be like the MTV of gaming. That's right? what they said. And it was a TechCrunch article. If you guys want to search it up, uh, like dives deep into like not really deep, but gives a little backstory of who they are and what goals they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. These two guys. One of them was some ex riot head mm -hmm. over there, um, and the other one was. They're, they're both very deeply ingrained in esports, which is yeah. why they're able to raise $17 million. Uh, which is crazy. That's their seed round? Yeah. $17 million for a media company is, you got to have a fucking Huge. flawless go-to-market plan with yeah. all the content you're producing. Yeah. They have to show that they've made revenue, which yeah. is really crazy because I don't know how they're going to make money. Yeah. It's 500 hours of content. I think they're, oh, you know what it is? Because they mentioned this in the, in the, in the article. They already have like partnerships lined up with different channels. So yeah. different websites are probably paying them money for the content that they're going to get from other people. Yeah. And I, one of those people could be us in the future and it probably will be. Yeah. And I think the money's probably going to be used because I, I read that they're trying to sign a lot of talent. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I would assume so, right? Like they, they would want like 
top quality entertainers on their platform. Yeah. And that's not going to be free. What would you call it? V-E-N-N then? What would you call it? Dude, that's like such an old person name for what they're trying to be like the MTV of gaming. Why would you call yourself that? Yeah. All right. Let's spitball some names. Go. Ah, dude. Now you're putting me on the spot. (laughs) Um... I don't know, like, uh, shoot, the cave, the cave, like the loot cave, you know, the loot cave. Yeah, right, trying right. to think like gaming stuff that isn't played out, mm-hmm. you know, or like party chat, party chat. Yeah, that sounds like a podcast name. It does actually. Fuck. Fuck. There's like a line that you can cross with using gaming references that it would be cool, and then after Dude, you cross that line, it becomes tacky. I agree, it's so hard. Yeah that i relate to that so hard yeah i still i came up with some good stuff yeah um i don't know 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 yeah. um i don't know but <laughs> it like you're putting me on the spot dude yeah yeah no, if no. you gave me time i could come up with some good ass right. shit you know me yeah yeah i was i was hoping you just start spitballing and just firing all these things but i think sometimes the dilemma I, most it, times i'm like that yeah 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 the dilemma of it possibly being corny when it's too gamery like if it was like the compound or some bullshit like that then that's a little too i heavy. like the basement basement stop yeah i think um phase's podcast was called mom's basement mm. which is i like that too yeah i don't know what happened to it i think they stopped it was with like, Did like three somewhere. episodes yeah i think it was like located in that we work or or the spaces you're right too. you're right you're it right, was, you're right. right yeah in their old office yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. anyways i think big craft led vens round mm-hmm. and some of Mark or some of Riot Games, let's say Mark, some of Riot Games executives also invested in that. Mm. And yeah, I think we'll see where it goes. And I, I do agree that they are filling a hole in esports content. And we've always witnessed this. And I've always said it that gaming content needs to evolve because it's such a massive industry. And all you really have is the really high production events. And then you have shitty vlogs. Or like there's obviously some good vlogs, but it's just YouTube content and then high quality shit that still only lies on Twitch. Yeah. There's nothing that's very mainstream. Like you see Cheddar Esports or whatever, the Cheddar yeah. TV. Like I see it on my YouTube TV and I when I scroll through it, it looks very tacky, not that well done. It's like a news yeah. channel. It's Ven. Yeah. It's basically Ven. So yeah. like I'm excited because I think that yeah. that what Cheddar's doing can be done better. Because mm-hmm. with Cheddar, it kind of feels like an outsider coming in and just trying to be like yeah e-sports what is it you know e capital e dash capital s and like yeah they have good people on that show and they have people that know what they're talking about but cheddar it just doesn't feel like a brand endemic to the space ven is ran by people who are endemic to the space so they probably know what they're they definitely know what they're doing i think the history of cheddar was that they weren't gonna go too hard into the gaming world right they were supposed to be like a millennial millennial. they were like a financial they were like a bloomberg for millennials yeah and then they were like, all right, but a lot of millennials are gamers. So let's shift this focus towards like a gaming channel. Yeah. And they did all that shit. Yeah. But it's good to hear. Cause you know I what think- a terrible name would be? What? Like Level Up or something no, like that. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that. the kind of like when that's the line. When yeah. You, that's the line you cross. Yeah. Once you I cross agree. that, that's what it would be mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I completely agree. But I think the hole in the market that Ven's trying to fill is towards that like sexier type of content. The MTV, the complex, all that stuff that there's so much room for improvement like there, there's so much and there's a ton of good creators out there and the people who kind of tap into that is 100 thieves because their content is definitely mm-hmm. like way above all the other different orgs like phase clan though very massive look at their fucking video production 
pretty dog shit because it's just <laughs> all them and their friends just holding cameras pointing at each other and it works like for that's the, like what their audience yeah, their likes. audience likes that yeah. for sure so it definitely works and if they change to something higher quality people could appreciate it or people could see it as like too intrusive to like what they're used to well here's an example scissors did a video with nissan and it was like my story like how i came up yeah I super I like high one. production yeah. and everything all the comments were like, why the fuck are all the phase videos not like this? Yeah. Like, it should be like yeah, this. This is like a great it. video. Yeah. So it seems like their audience but wants plus, Scissors acting, that was fucking on point. He's acting. a great... Yeah, his, his acting was really, really good. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm actually genuinely surprised that he he nailed that, like, that role, like, pretty well. The, like... I'm a humble dude. I don't. I don't know. It was, are, you, are you talking about the right videos? The one where he was like, he had the like, hairdo and stuff like that, right? Oh no, that's a different one. I'm talking about his come up, like oh. him going to Minnesota. No, no, no. Okay, I'm talking about a different one. He did. I think he did like, a different I, one. Was it Axe? I think. Yeah, I know which one you're talking Axe, about. That yeah. one was good too. That was his acting was fire in that. Yeah, one. yeah. That's usually the case. If you're good at YouTube or streaming, you're a good actor. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. No, you're good at acting doesn't mean that you could be a movie star yeah, yeah. It's two different things yeah yeah all right next topic yes we'll be talking about some numbers that we saw on a tweet which is shouldn't be that reliable but this source is pretty reliable it's well, at slasher it's not a tweet it's a tweet referencing riot's blog post mm-hmm. so it's coming from riot themselves basically today they announced on their like 10th anniversary of league of legends mm-hmm um or october 15th will be the 10th anniversary or something like that or 15th anniversary um that league of legends has 8 million concurrent peak players daily daily that's insane that is insane so it's not it's peak concurrent too well did they say peak they said something else yeah because i saw tweets that said it could be that number could be higher or lower depending on the time of the day it's a peak concurrent daily players. Okay. Yeah. Because tweet people were tweeting saying that number could be higher or lower in a positive light, saying like it could be higher or lower depending on the time of day because it's global, right? Mm-hmm. Eight million a day, which is absurd. You think about it, like there was a tweet that also showed how, peak concurrence year by year. So I I sent that to you. It's like. 2011 is 3 million. Thank you. 2012 is 3 million. 2014 is 7.5 million. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, they didn't give any numbers. Then 2019, 8 million. So from 2014 to 2019, it went from 7.5 million to 8 million. The reason they didn't report is because the numbers were lower. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Most likely. I'm pretty confident. Or else, why wouldn't you report yeah, it those feels numbers? growth, you would fucking put it every year yeah um but it's good to see that there's growth and it probably came as a result of team fight tactics as well mm. um so fuck yeah good shit for riot it's good news crazy yeah that there's still an esports fucking powerhouse i don't know i'm not ingrained in the league scene at all i'm just yeah. not a moba fan so if i played it i'd probably understand more of the culture and the community and the content especially but I'm just so far from that, and it's it's a shame a little bit because it doesn't make me feel like a real gamer. But it's crazy to see that. I, I know I don't really understand it that much, but to be a game that's like the birth of esports from such an early age and still maintain this high of like a retention is 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 incredible to me. You know what? It it's is. the same fucking game, just more champions. And I don't know how much the meta or the functionalities changed throughout the years, but to me, it looks like the same game since it was in 2011. Yeah. Right. You know what it is? I think a game's stopping power 
sorry, staying power is a result of how long can it keep you entertained and keep your attention. So a game like Call of Duty or a game, a game like Crunker, mm. you can't really play Crunker for no, more than an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It just starts to get boring because it's the same shit. Same like you're shit. just pub stomping constantly. Yeah. Right? Same thing kind of goes for Call of Duty. The reason that Fortnite is great is because it's a very long and random encounter type scenario. League of Legends is like StarCraft 2 was great, but the games were like fucking grueling intense strategic maneuvers mm-hmm. so league took that and kind of made like a dumbed down version of it and i there are probably people all around the world who play league and starcraft and are like what the fuck like you missed this and this and that but in my general opinion from the time that i've played league my perspective on it was that the reason it's so much fun is because the games can be long but still entertaining and that's why it's so great to play in the same way that when I played Borderlands 3, I was playing for a long time, but the feedback loops of positive reinforcement and feeling good about leveling up were so consistent that I was locked into the game for a long time. And yeah. that's what makes League of Legends so great. Yeah, and I think I think it has to deal with the duration of the game too for peak concurrence, right? Because that means there's a lot of overlapping games play, being played. Whereas if it, was ten, yeah, if it was just 10 minute games, you could be like, all right, I'm play two games and I'll hop off. Yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Where, whereas like, it's like two YouTube games viewers. yeah two games of league is probably gonna take over an hour right like say a game like at the longest would be like 30 to 40 minutes yeah that like you would overlap and the people like even if you're set out to play just two games you'd end up playing for at least two hours yeah so if you're gonna make a an esport you should really think about how do you create a game that is long but it's entertaining still yeah because call of duty games pubs are just 10 15 minutes yeah unless you're doing like a series which is very hard like arenas and that widely available that'll last a little longer but yeah i think the longer the game the more uh, you could de- definitely generate more concurrence That's it's so funny fact. because in hindsight yeah that makes complete sense but when riot was trying to raise money for the company people were like why, the, why would anyone play a game that takes so long yeah you know uh-huh. it's crazy and there's more numbers from the same account about the overwatch league playoff stream right mm, yes this is interesting so remember when i said that this is absurd both in a positive light and a negative light the positive light was for riot the negative light is for overwatch and also apex Mm -hmm. what was overwatch news so basically the overwatch finals or the overwatch league playoffs happened this weekend um essentially the stream numbers are really good but this twitter account noted that the overwatch league stream is being autoplay embedded on the front page and within articles of different media sites that are owned by Vox. So like Polygon, Verge, SB Nation, Eater. So so it's inflating the numbers. Exactly. If you recall, we had a podcast episode about the esports bubble from like, I don't know, 10 episodes ago or whatever. And in it, we talked about how some people are inflating the numbers of their uh, viewership by embedding these onto websites. Why is this bad? When you embed it onto a website, they're counting you as a viewer until you go and press pause on the video or mute the video. So what ends up happening is like you pull up a random Google search, like 10 tips and tricks on Borderlands 3. You click on that and you're scrolling down looking for the tips and tricks. Meanwhile, that video is playing in the background. You have no idea. And suddenly you're one of the 100,000 people watching this Overwatch League stream. Yeah. And unlike most traditional sports, I, we said this in the podcast, go listen to it. It's actually one of our most informative podcasts. 
it's called is esports a bubble i believe is what it's called mm-hmm. and we we're saying that in traditional sports to be counted as a viewer you need it like an average of like six minutes watched and then i think it was six minutes is when they'll tick you as like okay this guy is an engaged viewer we'll count that as a view and this is when the comparison of like yeah but league of legends got more viewers than the nba finals did but with games like that they are like embedded because there's multiple companies that their sole business just embed these into different web pages to count those as viewership. It's like it's a kind of like an ad, right? Yeah. And with those being played in the background, you could be on there for less than a second and it'll count you as a viewer. Not even like six minutes. Not even showing you that you're actually engaging with it. It's just if there is a browser open with it even at the bottom of the page, you're not even looking at it. It's a viewer. So again, just more inflations toward these esports numbers. We it's very hard to find an accurate count, especially given how digitally native it is, especially with traditional sports if you put on your tv you're most likely watching it right yeah if it's put on for a long time you're probably watching it unless you fell asleep or something but with twitch youtube all these embedded um, numbers it's very hard to get an accurate representation of what sports or what esports are are getting the numbers that they're actually stating yeah and so the same thing happened with apex apex had their first esports event this weekend and our buddy actually fallout john kefalukos might have butchered his last name very greek he was a host there on air host um casting the event and apparently those numbers were inflated via this uh autoplay embed situation now that i think about it there were actually quite a few esports competitions this week that we should have mentioned in the the topics of discussion so uh the san francisco shock won this uh playoffs weekend against the new york excel so new york excel are out Mm -hmm. and then the Apex Legends. Um, Apex is dead. Yeah, that's kind of why we. I didn't really even think <laughs> yeah. about it. But the Apex Legends esports event happened as well, and then Mountain Dew Game Fuel hosted their own esports really? uh, celebrity program. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, this weekend it was for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and you didn't know it, and you're a Call of Duty fan. What? Excuse me. Wait, was it on Twitch? Yeah, it was everywhere. Jesus. Scump won with. Uh, oh, is that wait? How, Anthony Town. Uh, uh, Wait, what? I actually didn't. I didn't see any social media on this. I saw a bunch, bro. What? Let me look up. Uh, did who's did Lamar one. attach play? No. What? Okay, I'm very confused. I didn't. I had no idea this was happening. That's why Hex and Scump were in LA. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just trying to see who he won with. Wait, um, Scump won, really? Yeah, Scump won with Carl Anthony Towns. Yep. Two days ago. That's dope. That's really cool. Yeah, it was very cool. A lot of interesting people were playing in the celebrity pro am what did you think of the model for beta have you like seen gameplay of it i've heard a lot of complaints which isn't good going towards this franchise it was actually random people that were in this that like weren't call of duty players gotcha i'll come back to that well, in a second. only, only scump was like the notable one t-pain informal oh that's notable no let me explain agiona alexis who's like a girl singer and aiden ghost aiden yeah he's not even a cod player i know blake <laughs> anderson and priesta okay yeah vince staples and hex those people are going to lose instantly hex is not a pro cod player he used to be yeah when he's washed he's washed. the pro cod was not a thing yeah, like yeah. you a big fish in a small pond in that yeah, situation yeah. yeah yeah uh d'angelo russell and shroud shroud is a csgo player yeah initially yeah yeah um so what do i think of uh call of duty wait sorry sorry me? back to that back to this the reason why they have such a like not actual pro cod players 
the reason is is because pro cod players don't have that personality reach slash social media reach that they're looking for yeah that's There's true very you're not gonna get crimzix who only like i mean crimzix is pretty big but you're not gonna get some like guy from evil geniuses who is like small following that doesn't have that much of a fan base to be part of this that won't spread game feels word or like how that social media spreads so you need people like shroud who doesn't even play controller and ghost aiden who's a pro fortnite player he does play like modern warfare though yeah um to be on this because you need that social media reach which is kind of it looks kind of bad on the call of duty scene don't you think yeah because call of duty doesn't have anyone that streams call of duty casually the only person that was was courage yeah now he's at fortnite right yeah. and just to show again how big the green wall or the optic gaming fan base is and that the only like actual cod players the pro cod players were scump crimsix and formal Priesta. And, or and priest is still pretty big crimsix oh. wasn't there oh really i thought you said crimsix no nah. oh, okay i mean scum and formal both obviously one of the biggest personalities in call of duty given their their presence in optic in the past yeah let me just state again how fucking good mountain dew game fuel is add yeah but they did it at Thunder Gaming. Not a fan. Not an ad. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to do it at our spot. Yeah. 100%. All right. Facts. All right. So. Next topic will next be topic. about this Netflix series that I just got hooked on to. Um, my sister actually looked into me. So it was a little late. It came out on August 4th. It's a month old. Uh, it's a month old. But it's Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act. And this dude is so articulate. And, and he, his writers including himself i'm sure are very good at tackling these subjects that are very eye-opening and it is kind of like i assume some people would say it's like a snowflake libtard show <laughs> because of, because of its very like um i guess aggressive stance uh, on some on some aspects of, of of things in life and politics but i do really appreciate a lot of the things that they talk about for esports for example they have this episode um about labor laws in esports and usually a lot of these traditional news it was called the dark side of esports actually yeah which you always yeah. make fun of like yeah the articles which, like which, there are a thousand of them that say that no uh, yeah because everyone in esports right now when they talk about like the dark side of esports when they want to talk about esports just like oh you know fucking violence and it causes people's like brain development and causes people to be antisocial. and i hate that I, I really don't like that at all so for this one for him to talk about the dark side of esports being something that is an actual issue that my eyes were not even open to because I didn't think there was an issue, it was very smart. It was a very mm -hmm. specific target, and this was labor loss. It was saying how a lot of these employees are overworked on overtime, and they're not getting paid for it, and this bro culture is not welcoming to any of the girls there, and it's just a very toxic environment, and they specifically shout out Riot Games. Yeah, interesting, it's, huh? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and they're saying that like the reason why they're able to take advantage of a lot of their workers because a lot of these workers are very very passionate about their jobs it's art it's art they love it it's video games you know a lot of the people that work in the industry is like like even you and i we're here because of the start of the passion like when people try to chase their passions in life it's like hey what do i like we like video games especially and we like creating communities we like doing all these things yeah so for all these guys who are working the video games it's definitely especially in the past was a non-traditional route People didn't think you'd get a job in video games, right? So doing this is obviously a risk, and it's something they're very, very passionate about. So when it comes to the actual workforce and working for a corporate company like Riot Games, it causes a lot of issues. They're saying that they would kind of like guilt trip them, or basically they would make them feel really bad if they didn't work overtime, but they wouldn't pay them for it. And if there's any sort of like going against working overtime, they just get fired or dropped immediately. Wow. Yeah, insane. 
and they they took a lot of interviews from all the people who worked at Riot Games, and this girl especially was saying how, like I think it was I think she worked at Riot Games. She was saying a lot of, or no, it was an attorney who was investigating. She said she was investigating a different company, and then people started saying like, "Yo, Riot Games is doing this so much worse." So she started to investigate Riot Games, and then and then things started to get a little shaky in that episode where they interviewed some people and they're saying how um, the culture is so bro culture and like something about like farting in each other's faces and stuff like that. It was so weird. It okay. was like very, very like, it, it was it was so weird. I, I really didn't understand. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like you said, very gnarly show. Yeah. And they don't really know anything about gaming. It's true. There is this gaming issue. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the guy who, uh, created um unreal tournament and doom and wolfenstein idsoft there we go i was forgetting the name of the company Mm -hmm. i forget the name of the guy his name is like alex or something and he was on joe rogan's podcast and he talked about how like well joe rogan called him out and asked him about this question and i was like i i would love to hear this guy's opinion on it because he he I'm actually like 50-50 on that guy. At certain mm-hmm. points in the episode, I was like, wow, I like this guy. And other points in the episode, I was like, I do not like this guy. Uh-huh. Right? And so I was like, okay, this is a chance for you to redeem yourself. Like, I'd love to hear your perspective on this. And he was like, you know, yeah, like the reason that people are overworked is because of like, it's art, right? And it's a passion that they want to work on it. And so I understand that. And it's not me exploiting them because I really like to work too, like do 12 hour days or whatever. And then I also understand that I come from this perspective of like, it's okay for me to work 12 hours because I own the company, you mm-hmm. know, they, yeah. they just work for it. Right. Yeah. And then he didn't give any response after that. He just like agreed that it happens, but he didn't say how he's going to try and fix it or anything. Yeah. You know, when I went to the bathroom at riot games, <laughs> I was in the urinal and I looked to my right and I saw a little piece of paper and it was a bulletin. And I think I so showed you a photo of it. And I was like, we have to, if we can get to this point, I'd love to do something like this. What was it? The bulletin was like, here are different workshops that are happening throughout the week. Like how to boost your personal brand, how to become a streamer, like um, how to get better at your like this coding language skill or whatever. And it was free for everyone. And it's like, set, for a certain hour during the day so you like take a break from work and you go and do this thing and it was like team bonding exercises Mm -hmm. and then like here's the song of the week or whatever right like it was so cool yeah you know so they're trying to like increase their work-life balance that was before all of this stuff huh yeah i don't know when that data point came out from the patriot act episode because those could have been from a while ago but that was from like that was from like springtime. Hmm? That was oh, the data points. All that stuff happened in springtime. When, when were you in the bathroom at Riot Games? Uh, like in the winter. <laughs> winter time. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I sound like a creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when were you hiding in the Riot Games bathroom? His famous last words. Winter. But, but I do. Yeah, there are definitely some balance points there. I don't in any means know how riot operates i'm sure they do a lot of good they're they're a company that's massive and if there was something completely off about them then i'm sure there would have been words spoken sooner um but with this patriot act it's just like 
it's it's besides Riot Games, it's it's the entire esports industry is is what we need to look at, right? It's just showing that I never really understood that these employees, it's a passion project for them and they're just getting taken advantage of. And that's probably spread within any industry. And this bro culture isn't just for esports because that bro culture is all throughout Wall Street, you know? It's yeah. the reason why like the workforce is so male dominated and is why women have to deal with so much in the workplace. Um, but I think it's just easy to talk about video games like that because video games is bro culture and it is so passionate that it, it, it's it's bringing light to something that we didn't really think about, yeah. which, which I appreciate because I don't want to hear this bullshit about kids are becoming violent, kids are doing all this shit because of video games. Like That's not what I want to hear about. So this is something that's really good to keep our eyes on, be aware of it, and that's my extent to the opinions on that. Yeah, I don't know how you fix it because everyone else is doing it, you know? <laughs> That's not a good phrase to say. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how you fix it. Everyone yeah. else is doing it. Right? Yeah. It's, everyone just needs to take it upon themselves to just do something. Each individual, not just the company, but just everyone in general. Yeah. Next topic. Yeah, la- next and last topic is just very short. It's about Hector Rodriguez from Optic Gaming. Pretty much everyone Optic announced that they left. All the content creators, Big Timer, Embos, Hitch, Optic Maniac. Gaming is a massive esports organization who's fielded teams in Call of Duty, Fortnite, they, no, they didn't feel the team in Fortnite, did they? No, no, no. No, they didn't. Um, they have a team in the Overwatch League. Um, why the hell did they never get a team in Fortnite? I don't know. Did they not? I don't think the, yeah, they didn't. That's so weird to me. Anyway, they're a big esports team. I apologize. I apologize. There's some people that listen to our podcast that don't really know anything about esports, so sometimes yeah. I got to give them back. I agree. Up. I agree. You should do that, but... If you did listen to our podcast, we talk about Optic Gaming pretty much every single fucking podcast because they're the reason why I am interested in esports and was my start to that content and understanding the entire industry. So it's for me especially sad to hear that everyone's leaving. And with this franchise system coming out, the teammates aren't staying together. We've already seen a t- ton of leaks of like who's being dropped, who's being kept on. Like There's a ton of things about Optic Crimsics, like not being on the same team as the teammates anymore. There, there's a lot going on. Oh, some drama. Some drama. It's this like, guy who's like a vet optic player, yeah. Crimzix, uh-huh. three people on his team who are the youngins that came this yeah. year, they went to Scump, who was the other veteran player, yeah. and they said, yo, either you come with us to here and we drop Crim, or we're dropping you and Crim and going so and getting that, everyone that's else. That's what I heard too, but there's also now other rumors that are like, so Scump and Formal, Formal who left Optic, are going to be on the same team. Crimson is somewhere else, and Dashi, TJ, and Kenny are going to be in LA. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. That's where I saw somewhere else. So there's a lot of different mixed, like they're all splitting up pretty much. And the creator, the founder or co-founder of Optic Gaming, Hex, Hector Rodriguez, released a video, and he just pretty much said his goodbyes. I didn't watch the entire thing, but at the end of the video, he puts on an energy sweater. Yep. Energy, which is a really big esports. Um, they have a, they're in Fortnite. They're in a ton of different esports titles. We made fun of their rebrand like four episodes ago. Yeah, it was. Didn't they do stuff with um that that fucking hot dog company during the World Cup? Was yeah, that Oscar Mayer Wiener or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or like King of Prussia sausages. So I just made both those up. I don't no, know what the name it, of the company is. It was is. the I think it was Oscar. No, it wasn't sausages. Oscar Mayer Wiener, bro. Uh, I know Oscar Mayer Wiener. Uh, <laughs> it was like green branding. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan's hot dogs. Nathan's That's hot what dogs. it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a doing a meet and greet, and it was like a Microsoft Word flyer that they made. Anyway, so he's gonna be Hex is gonna be like the co CEO of Energy or whatever. I don't know with like Andy Miller or something. Is. Yeah, what the hell a co CEO? Dude, there are a lot of co CEOs. Really? Yeah, Mark Merrill and Brandon Beck of Riot uh, Games are co CEOs. Uh, 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought they just had different titles, like co-founders slash like. No, oftentimes, not oftentimes, but it's becoming more common for a co-CEO okay. role. Well, based off what we've seen, which is a very surface level of their branding and the partnerships they've had, they they're need bound, help. They're, they're bound to have some help. So that's a good move. It's the end of an Big era. Big pickup. Big pickup. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he doesn't sell it, <laughs> sell his shares for, and fuck them over. But that's a topic that we talked about too much. But that's it for, for me. Anything else? Me too, bro. Any content recommendations? Uh, Yeah, our live stream because I'm going to go stream very soon. All right. Twitch.tv slash TV. If you love this podcast, fucking follow us on Instagram. Fucking share this with your fucking friends. Fucking stop using the F word, Rustin. It's messed up. Just leave us a review. Give it to other people so they can hear about us and, you know, support mm-hmm. us because we love you guys. We right. think you guys love us too. Hopefully. Hopefully. Please. All right. <laughs> Later. Peace.